Razorback football has a huge weekend when it comes to a lot of visits from portal players. We're going to talk about some of those players that will be taking those visits. Eric Musselman gets to meet with the media the first time since Brazil went down with a season-ending injury. And also, do I complain too much? I guess we'll find out on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head over to Bet Online where the game starts. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Hopefully, you ended up uh, having a, a great week, a productive week. So I turned up my light a little bit more. Uh, it was a rainy one basically throughout the entire state and throughout the entire week. So it's been warm too. I don't know. It's just been weird. But either way, uh, it's great to continue to be able to talk about some of the stuff going on in Razorback land, especially with some of the most important things going on in the football side of things too. And we'll talk about basketball as well. But right now, I think it's pretty evident that portal season is alive and well Arkansas has lost a lot of players to the portal and in fact if you look at the SEC and teams that have lost team players to the portal Arkansas is one of those top teams but I think the only difference is I think AM's obviously way up there Florida's up there one of the biggest differences is that Arkansas's players that they've lost for the most part the majority of them have not been players that were expected to contribute at a highway or in a high level next year other than Keetron Jackson, other than Miles Slusher, those are really the two guys that you felt like were going to be a part of the team and really be a, a team that ended up uh, having those guys be such a major part of offense and defense, respectively. But now you got to turn the page and look at some of the players that you're looking to try to get in on official visits this weekend in the portal. And a few of them are really interesting because we know that Joshua Braun, the offensive lineman for Arkansas for Florida, has now transferred officially to Arkansas. He's still going to be on a on a visit this weekend, and this is all according to Hawksports.com. Uh, that uh, he's the official visitor this weekend, and he's going to have a forty-eight hour stay uh, as well. He has offered there. He did have offers to Penn State, Oklahoma State, Oregon State, uh, a few teams like that. So. Uh, he's officially here at Arkansas. The other one that you're feeling pretty good about is Jacoby Criswell, the quarterback, the transfer from North Carolina. He, of course, uh, played in a few games here and there for North Carolina and for Mac Brown. And now he was looking to maybe come back to Arkansas because he was lightly recruited when he was originally out of high school at a Moralton, for those of you that remember. But Chad Morris decided to have Chandler Morris instead, which we all saw how that ended up going. But people forget J Jacoby Criswell is actually the brother of Dre Greenlaw, former Razorback. So he'll be in town this weekend. Andrew Armstrong. This is the one I'm kind of excited about. He doesn't come from a huge school. He comes from Texas A&M Commerce. But he's 6'6", 189 pounds, wide receiver. And last year, he had over 60 catches for over 1,000 yards, 13 touchdowns, and uh, one kickoff return for 18 yards. So we know that Arkansas is losing most of their wide receivers for the second year in a row, I think that's kind of the craziest thing about it. That Arkansas had last year, of course, we all know about uh, Traylon Burks, but they didn't just lose him. They lost Tyson Morris uh, from last year. I know Davion Warren was a guy that they also lost from last year. Like they had some dudes that like 
played and were pivotal roles on the team, and then they lost him. And then this year, you're doing it again. Now, granted, uh, one of them is going to the NFL, and two of them have entered into the transfer portal with Warren Thompson and uh, Keetron Jackson, and then Matt Landers is the one that's going to be moving on. So, you, yeah, you're going to try to figure out how to, how to make that work and how to get some more players in there. So wide receivers definitely been one of them, and this kid out of Texas A&M Commerce he has offers to Colorado, Miami, Wisconsin, Missouri, Louisville. Apparently, he's taking a visit to Missouri next weekend. Why in the world would you want to go to Missouri? Uh, I don't know, but uh, he's checking into that as well. And also, the other position that they've really been hitting home or at least getting after has been the secondary, where Gavin Holmes, the cornerback out of Wake Forest, is going to be taking a visit this weekend. Now, this is one that's huge because last year he had in 11 games, 23 tackles and nine pass breakups. And he turned down offers from other places when he was coming out of high school. He has two years of eligibility remaining. But the thing is that he has offers. Check out his offers. Offers to Texas, Ole Miss, Baylor, Washington, and West Virginia, Virginia Tech, uh, and Houston. So this dude's got a lot of really good offers. And I think that he's going to be a pivotal part for this team if they can bring him in. And I'll make you feel really good. And uh, Eric Rogers is another one that they're going to be bringing in. Uh, he's a cornerback out of uh out of northern illinois kendarian ray the tulsa safety they're open to bring him in jaquan shepherd the cornerback out of cincinnati that would be one that would be really nice for arkansas if they could find a way to bring him in because we know cincinnati has had a, ro- a lot of really good defensive backs uh ton mice a, a delay a deli a delay <laughs> don't know how to say his name but the texas a&m defensive lineman he's also visiting which he's one of the most talented players in the portal so that will be huge dorian singer another wide receiver Kyrie Jackson, the cornerback out of Alabama. That would be huge, too. He's got a bunch of offers. So wide receivers. you got a wide receiver out of Mississippi State, which uh, could be into the mix. He actually played last year. He had 14 receptions for 626 yards and seven touchdowns. His other offers, uh, he's got an offer to Georgia and to Ole Miss, Florida State, Oklahoma, Miami, Penn State. That would be a huge get, too, for Arkansas. So that pretty much uh, goes through the majority of the guys that are going to be coming into a visit this weekend for the Razorbacks and seeing how it plays out for them in the transfer portal. But I just, I will give a lot of credit where credit is due when it comes to how Sam Pittman is handling the transfer portal. He is going in and he is getting and addressing needs that Arkansas needs right now. Like there's there, you can tell what they're looking at. They're looking at defensive backs. They're looking at wide receivers and they're looking at D linemen. That like, that is it. Cause if you think about the offensive line, they got the one guy, Joshua Braun and that's it. They're, they're done. They're good or at least at this point in time, as far as visits and everything go, they only had that one offensive lineman, and they're good. So they are looking at getting uh, cornerbacks, safeties, defensive linemen, as well as wide receivers, addressing those immediate needs. And because of that, I feel really good about Arkansas and possibly getting some of those guys too. The question is going to be about, for instance, linebacker. Uh, you got Pooh Paul coming back, but what else you got there? Do you feel good enough in that linebacker position that whoever you end up bringing in uh, whether it's a freshman or maybe the guys that are already on the roster that you're trying to build up, is that going to be good enough? Do you feel strong and, and confident enough that that's going to be the case? Uh, is it something to where is Michael Schur even going to stay at Arkansas? Will he maybe join Barry Odom's staff over there at UNLV? Time will tell. But that, it makes you wonder what they're going to do there. I think that quarterback you're great at, especially if Chris Wellens I'm coming around. Offensive line you seem to be solid at. Tied in, you got a ton of kids coming in. We haven't had any update on Dow Loggins on whether or not he's going to be leaving or staying or whatever, but you got some really good tight ends coming in. 
running back you know you're great at, which, knock on wood, I, I'm honestly a little surprised to not see anybody entering the portal from the running back room yet. I thought maybe A.J. Green would try to do it. I thought maybe, uh, you know, maybe Rashad Dabinian, would he want to do that? Because you got Rocket Sanders. You're still going to have Dominic Johnson back next year, which I really hope he gets healthy, and I really hope that uh, he's able to come back full strength because he was really good, like really good. And so I'm just, again, not saying that it, somebody should transfer, just knowing the nature of college football. I'm surprised uh, nobody from that running back room has transferred yet. But it's a big weekend for Arkansas. We know that they got some needs that they need to address immediately. And if they can just get the majority of these guys, you know, like, because uh, the, obviously there's so many ones going around, but they can get some of these dudes that are getting a lot of offers to elsewhere and can step in and right away and, and be a huge pivotal part for KJ, especially in the wide receiver room and make a huge impact and splash in the secondary. Man, you'll feel really good about Arkansas's chances and turning this thing around and being a much better team next year. That is for sure. Uh, we'll talk more about the basketball side of things here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about betonline.net being your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those there as well. And they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix on. So, head to the website today or use your mobile, mobile device to learn more at betonline, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, talking a little basketball, that uh, we get to hear from Eric Musselman as well as Anthony Black when it came to uh, Trevin Brazil going out with his injury, and I think that it, way that Anthony Black puts this is is pretty much what you would want to see or want to hear from the team and a leader on that team in Anthony Black and his reaction to hearing the news about uh, TB ending up going out with a season-ending injury. I mean, it's life. Uh, stuff stuff doesn't always go your way, and uh, you know we just gotta we just been figuring out ways to adjust to it. Um, although not having Nick suck uh, and then Devo. We understood what, what he had to do, but uh, it still was hard not having him. And now losing TB, it's just like, you know, it's tough, but uh, stuff happens and, and good teams just figure out ways to to just keep going and keep getting better, like regardless of the scenario. So a very mature statement out of Anthony Black, and not to say that I wasn't expecting him to be mature about the situation, but it just continues to show that this team and a lot of these young players, these young freshmen have a lot of leadership qualities and are very mature when it comes to uh, how they handle their business and how they go about their business. So, um, but it, it's, that's really, truly the way it is, is that it sucks, but you know, they they've dealt with this where Nick Smith hasn't played for a few games to start the year. You had the Devo Davis situation when he went out and now you got TB, which obviously is a little bit more permanent for this season, but they've had to deal with the next man up mentality and, Ended up uh, trying to just make it work with whoever they have in that position and see uh, see if they can still to continue to make it work. So I think that yesterday when I put up my reaction video to TV, a lot of people were in the comments and telling me like, oh, stop pouting, stop whining, stop complaining. It's not that big of a deal. You're acting like the season's over, which I didn't at all. Like if you remember what I was saying, there's the bad side and then there's good side. There's silver linings and everything, but that's okay. I, I just look at it to where with what Arkansas has been able to do 
with the roster that they currently have. Whenever a key player was not playing, they still found ways to win. Like when Arkansas went to Maui, they did not have Nick Smith, who is their best player, and they went out on the court and won two out of three games and came this close to winning three out of three, maybe even winning the Maui Invitational. They were able to step up in major ways. They were able to step up and to uh, try to provide some sort of spark, some sort of uh, way, or at least a path, to beating really good teams. And now they have to do that once again. They got a game against Oklahoma this weekend to where they won't be without Trevin Brazil and, of course, for the rest of the season. But I believe that with Eric Musselman and just the coach he is, he's the best one when it comes to roster management and figuring out how to get the most out of his players. But I started thinking about it yesterday and remembering my comments about who I wanted to step up and talked about Jordan Walsh or Jalen Graham or whoever it may be. But one thing that I, I failed to even mention and one thing that I feel like needs to be mentioned when it comes to uh, possible uh, scenarios or answers to stepping up and being able to make up for that lost production that uh, TB was able to give Arkansas is I can't forget Nick Smith. Now, Nick Smith obviously has played the past few games, but I'm talking about to where his ability is unmatched. There's not many college basketball players out there that are going to be able to do the things that he does game in, game out, night in, night out. And with Brazil going out, I'm like, okay, but just remember you got not only a few more NBA players, but you got a guy like Nick Smith who is a top five NBA lottery pick. Like he's, as long as he continues to do the things that he's doing, he's going to be a top five pick. And because of that, he is going to be able to carry this team at times to victory. We kind of saw it a little bit against San Jose State, or excuse me, UNC Greensboro, when Arkansas did not play well, played one of the worst games you'd ever see, but he went out for 22 points, very quiet 22 points, and was the key to Arkansas getting the victory there. I think it'll be the same thing a lot of times this season, is that the team may not overall play well, they may have some bad games, some showing up in a bad way, whatever it may be, but you're going to have Nick Smith carry the load for you. And because of that, gives me a little bit more confidence and gives me uh, at least a little bit more hope that, hey, this will be all right. So I I, I I can't wait to see what this team ends up doing. I can't wait to see what they do again this weekend against Oklahoma. Hopefully it goes much better than last year. So Nick Smith's going to be that guy, though. He, You know, like kind of reminds me of two years ago when he had Moses Moody. Even when the team played bad, you could always count on Moses to carry you a long way. You could. And sometimes it, like in the NCAA tournament, I know that there were times that it was really tough or really tough to get points and whatnot. But because of how good Moses was, you knew that, hey, he's good for 18-plus points each and every game. You're going to have that with Nick Smith, maybe even more so, because at least with the situation with Nick Smith, he's going to have better players around him than even Arkansas had a couple of years ago. So let's see how this plays out. But as, uh, as Anthony Black said, stuff happens. You just got to move on and do what's best for the team. And I think Arkansas will do that at the end of the day. We'll get into the final segment here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast coming up next. So stay with us. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I, I asked the question, do I complain too much? And of course, I'm, I, I like to be funny, maybe more tongue in cheek with that stuff too. But um, 
I talked about the Rocket Sanders thing and, and him getting screwed over and the uh, fact that he did not get first team all SEC in the coaches poll. I even put up a TikTok about that, which first off, got over 100,000 views. That's stupid. And second off, the AM fans were so mad in the comments that everyone was like, you, you're crazy if you think A-Chain is, is not better than Rocket Sanders. I'm like, yeah, okay, well. I mean, I think most people would agree with my take because they did, at least people that matter besides AM fans. So, anyways, uh, that was that was really funny to see. But also the fact that uh you had yesterday the Butkus Award yeah, come out with with for our or for the college football side of things, which of course is given to uh one of the best defensive players, linebackers out there too. And Drew Sanders was a finalist. And I saw this come out with Jack Campbell, who is the Iowa player. He's the one that ended up winning the award. And I want to compare the stats. Because I know it's not all about numbers. It's true. But look at this. Campbell had 118 tackles compared to Sanders, who had 103 tackles. 15 more tackles. That's significant. It's a big one. But Campbell had three and a half tackles for loss. Drew Sanders had 13 and a half tackles for loss. 10 more tackles for loss. Campbell had zero sacks. Drew Sanders had nine and a half sacks. Was second in the SEC. <laughs> Campbell had one forced fumble. Drew Sanders had three forced fumbles. They both had a fumble recovery. They both have interceptions. Three pass deflections for uh, Campbell and six pass deflections for Drew Sanders. So I saw that and I'm like, wow. Okay, another one. Just another one that probably... Arkansas got screwed in and they maybe should have given it to Drew Sanders, whatever it is. But that's not really the point. The point is, is that people are saying, hey, man, you, you complain an awful lot. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, I do. I do complain a lot because I complain for Arkansas, not for myself, but for Arkansas. I'm always going to try to fight things like this and try to make people aware of it. So that way there's always reference points in case anyone brings up that's like, man, you know, Arkansas gets screwed in that way. Well, how? How? When has Arkansas ever gotten screwed? Just. Add it to the list, and then you can just pop it up and say, here it is. So those are just things that I like to throw in there. And again, it's 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 something for fun more so than anything. I like to have a good time with it and talk trash about it a little bit too. But I don't know. I just see stuff like that, and it continues just to grind my gears. And the fact that Drew Sanders had so much better numbers than Jack Campbell. Great for Campbell. That's awesome. You know, congratulations to him. But, you know, some of that times that stuff just doesn't make sense and needs needs to be addressed and whatnot. But doesn't matter to me, apparently. It doesn't matter as far as what I say or what I'd like. It's just more about what the people who vote are all about. And, you know, somebody brought up, he's like, oh, well, Arkansas didn't have a very good season. I'm like, well, it's not like Iowa just, you know, set the world on fire either. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe I complain too much. But that's what I do. That's what I do. It's fun. I got to vent to somebody, so I might as well vent to all of you on the podcast. That's how I look at it, too. But either way. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.